Welcome to another episode of the Sports Mecca podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Abramo. Today, I have the opportunity to speak with University of Utah women's basketball player Gianna Neepkins. Gianna, thanks for coming on. I appreciate the time. Thank you for having me. Yeah, for sure. Let's really get into this, talk about what your off-season schedule been like. You know, the season's ended couple months ago talk about what April and May um, have been like for you yeah so kind of just started off um, had to after the season ended um, finished school we had like um, a week or so off or a couple weeks I can't quite remember just got back into the groove of things a little bit after our games ended um, started with some lifting and then we started with um, getting in back in the gym. Um, some teammates went home, obviously, with some international people. They haven't been home in a while because it's just hard with basketball season, but we're only allowed eight hours a week with lifting and basketball. So we've been doing like an hour of lifting, an hour of basketball, four days a week. Um, and then, of course, getting in on my own, um, just, yeah, getting back into the groove of things, getting ready for next year, um, starting with things that we can improve on and just build on. So it's been a lot of fun getting back in the gym and I love being out here and that's how it's been so far. Mm -hmm. Now, are you back home in Minnesota, in Duluth, Minnesota? Or are you still in Utah right now? Uh, no. Um, so I went home for a couple of weeks after school ended just to see my family and see friends and stuff like that. Um, but now I'm back and yeah, I'm me and Jenna are back. Uh, we moved into our house and we have, we're going to have two roommates this year, but yeah, we're back and just getting after it. And then, like I said earlier, we still have some people at home that haven't been home for a while. So, so you know, a little bit transitioning into your actual freshman season. Let's recap that, you know, you as a team, Utah finished 21 and 12, lost in the second round of the NCAA tournament to Texas. Very successful season, you know, making the NCAA tournament. What's your thoughts on, you know, how that season ended? Do you think it could have been better or were you, you know, satisfied with how the season ended? Um, definitely not satisfied. Um, I'm definitely like happy for how far we got and, you know, just like it's, it was a big jump from years prior. So, and like that was history for Utah, um, making it to the championship in the Pac-12, but also making it to the NCAA tournament. Um, it's been a while. So, we're definitely not like satisfied, but definitely happy. And it's definitely was an opportunity for us to see where we needed to improve, what we were good at. So it was a lot of fun. And since our team was so young, we can see how much growth and potential we have. So it was a great opportunity. And none of us like were like, oh yeah, like we were we weren't just happy to be there. We wanted to continue winning, but Texas was a great team. And now we know how to be better for next year. You mentioned Utah had a young team. What was the relationship like with a lot of the underclassmen on this year's team and how were you able to gel with them? Yeah, I'd say we were all best friends and I'm not just saying that. We all got along super well, which definitely helped on the basketball side because if there's no drama off the court, then we can trust each other on the court. Um, so we would hang out with each other. Um, we all got along. Um, and like it couldn't have been better and I think everyone would say the same thing like 
it was just, we just all loved each other and you could definitely see that impact on the court. So you were able to start in 25 of the youth's 33 games, averaged just about 12 points per game, four and a half rebound shot, very close to 40% from three. I asked you your thoughts on the team. What do you think your skill sets were for this season as a freshman individually? And once again, you know, how are you looking to improve on that? My biggest thing just going into this year was like working hard. That's always been my thing. And I know it's cliche, but um, I like being in the gym. I like working out and um, finding things that I need to improve on. But as far as like what I tried to bring to the team this year, I just tried to bring like 100% effort all the time. Um, I think my scoring was important for this year. And then also, like you said, like rebounding was big and that was a big focus as a team. So I just tried to bring that as well. And as far as like my sophomore season, um, I hope to just keep building on what I did last year. Um, I want to work on being more physical, um, using more of my passing and just continue to grow off on defending as well. Yeah, I've already started me and a bunch of my teammates, well, all of us have been getting the gym and we want to get back to where we were and do better than we did last year because it was a lot of fun and we know we can do more. You grew up in Duluth, Minnesota, had five brothers. How was that like growing up with them? And did they really push you to have a career in college? Yeah, so growing up with them, it was like a lot of fun, some chaos. Um, we would always play. I grew up just like playing in our driveway and on the street with our home basketballs, um, basketball hoop. So, I mean, they didn't go past high school, but just having like more athletic, um, bigger bodies. That was always like a challenge, but I like challenges. So I'd say like they definitely, the biggest thing they gave me was like my competitiveness. I always wanted to beat them no matter what it was. Um, so that was definitely the biggest thing, but it was always fun. And they still like, when we get together, which isn't often, like last time I was home, we went to a nearby park and we just played. Cause that's like what we enjoy doing together is like like competing against each other and like challenging each other. So are you the first college athlete in your family? Yes, I am actually. Um, my dad did like a club sport, but I'm the first like person to play on a team. Does that give you a sense of pride and confidence? Like, man, I gotta, you know, carry the the name proudly. <laughs> yeah, you know, I like to just like poke fun of it when we're all together, like just like use it on them but no like they've always been super supportive and like it's super cool they all watch my games and we have in our family group chat they'll just talk and put their input even though they don't know much but um how was the Minnesota basketball culture like growing up yeah I think like as I got older um it definitely like improved I would say there's like a lot of good talent coming out of Minnesota now on the men's side and even on the women's side, it's just growing and growing. Like Paige Becker's coming out of Minnesota's big. She had a lot of media and she's doing super well. Um, there's a bunch of younger kids that are coming out of Minnesota super well, but even like on the men's side, like Jalen Suggs and Chet Holmgren coming out of Minnesota. So I think it's definitely on the rise and there's great talent out of Minnesota. Do you look at those three as inspiration for you or is there other 
you know, college players that have come before you or players that are now in the WNBA or NBA that you've looked at as inspiration? Yeah, I mean, there's never, like, been, like, exactly one person um, that I've, like, has been my main inspiration. I've always tried to, like, watch people and learn from everyone because everyone has different pieces of their game they're strong at. But, yeah, I definitely look at those people that made it out. But I also have, like, there's people from my hometown. Their names are the Bromans. They're two brothers that did super well and played Division One basketball. And then I also had a trainer. His name's Deami Starks, and I worked with him and um, I'm super grateful for him because he's taught me a lot. So there, it, there's been a ton of people I try to look at. And then, of course, just like watching basketball helps always. So what's the specific team or player that's that you watch a lot of that you're just a super a big fan of, whether it's NBA or WNBA? For the WNBA, I like watching Diana Taurasi because she's like a long guard and she yeah she's everyone knows like how good she is but yeah and then for NBA I like watching like when I, a while ago I really got into watching Paul George just with his length because I like to watch people that have similar attributes as me so just always trying to watch basketball and always trying to see where I can see how to use utilize other people's skills in my own game. So you went to high school at Duluth Marshall. You mm-hmm. set the state tournament record for points in a game. You were a bucket back in high school, dropped 67 in the state tournament in 2021, averaged 43 points per game. You know, how fondly do you remember you putting on a show that state tournament? And then overall, you know, talk a little bit about your skills as a high school player. Yeah, um, well, I'm super grateful for, like, my coaches and teammates for allowing me to just play my game because, like, if I didn't have a coach that would let me use my skills, take my shots, and trust in me, um, things have not would have not been able to go the way they were. But, yeah, like, in high school, I was just trying to make help my team win. I just – that's kind of what happened, just using my skills to score, find my teammates, get rebounds. And for, like, the state tournament, I was – Mostly, like, I honestly was just more bummed that we lost. Like, that was a big bummer to me because the year before, we won our first round, um, and it got canceled due to COVID. So, like, when we made it back my senior year, it was, like, I was just, like, super bummed that we lost, and I wasn't, like, super concerned about the scoring or the records or anything. I was just, like, ah, like, we were that close. And But, yeah, it was a fun, and I'm super grateful for my high school and my teammates and my coaches and all the people that helped me. You were a four-star recruit. You know, talk about the the entire experience of getting recruited by all these schools. You know, when did the University of Utah come into play? And then also how many schools, you know, were interested in you? Yeah, I'm super um, grateful and, like, honored for all the schools that reached out to me. So I started playing AU. Like I had to drive to the Twin Cities, like St. Paul, which is around two hours away from my, two and a half hours away from my house. And I started playing AU um, in the city just to see, get some exposure, play with some good competition. The University of Utah, they started talking to me like just before my junior year. They started coming to my basketball games. They actually came to my soccer game. And then I was able to visit in November of my junior year. And that's just when I came out and visited, that's just kind of when it 
like hit me that I really liked the place, the people, um, the vision that Coach Rob had. And so that was really exciting for me. Yo, there are many events coming up in the world of sports. It'd be great to be in attendance for such. Where can we get tickets? SeatGeek. You see, SeatGeek is an app that can help you find the best seats with the best deals. SeatGeek shows you different tickets available with green being the best deals and red not being the hot deals. The best part is it shows you where you'll be sitting at the event. If you use the code SPORTSMECCA, you could get $20 off your first purchase. Get your seat at SeatGeek today. How much of the huge program did you know like when you're playing in Minnesota and then did you have some enjoyment of following the Minnesota Gophers women's basketball program or, or were you not focused on them? Um, I was in contact with Minnesota and I was throughout my whole recruiting process. I was keeping my options open because the biggest thing for me was finding a fit that was like best for me. I didn't want to go to school that was just about where I'm from or the name of the school. I was really just looking for a place that I would fit in and they wanted me and I wanted to go there. And Utah checked all the boxes. And like I said, all the other schools I'm super grateful for. I learned a lot, but you know, at the end of the day, you can only choose one. And Utah was, I knew Utah was the right decision. So switching from the Minnesota environment, the high school level to college at Utah, this past season, what do you think was the most difficult part of that transition from high school to college? Yeah, I get this question um, every once in a while. And I'd say the most common answer I say is the intensity. Everyone is, that's college is a high level. All the girls are good. Um, so when you make a mistake, the other team is going to take advantage of that. Or if the other team makes a mistake, we have to take advantage of it. So at all times, like there's always an intensity where um, you know, you just have to go 100% all the time. Um, so I would say that was like the biggest difference. For you as a college athlete, any college athlete, it's always difficult to, to manage your time effectively. What did you find successful in your freshman year that was able to lead you to manage your time the right way, you know, during the season and then right now, you know, dealing with off-season workouts? I would say that, well, I feel like during my high school, um, I, I kind of like, I would say practiced the time management because I'd go to school for the day, obviously. Um, and then I would, I would go play basketball for a while. So I always had to manage like getting my school done, going to basketball and then doing more school, whether if that was late at night and like fitting in, you know, like going with friends and stuff. So I would say it just started in high school when I had to manage, do the same management. Um, and then also I've obviously I'm not perfect at it, but I've just been practicing and I'm kind of a procrastinator to be honest. So I've been working on that, just like working on scheduling and um, writing things down and trying to start things before they're due. But yeah, it's definitely one of the biggest things is trying to fit in all, all your activities and stuff, but it's, it's fun. What's a specific goal that you want to achieve entering your sophomore season next year? And what's also a specific part of your game that you want to continue to expand on? I mean, you mentioned rebounding is something that you thrive in. You want to continue to get better at that. But is it playmaking? Is it defense? Is it scoring? 
to answer your first question, um, I'd say like a goal as a team is we want to make it farther in the NCAA tournament, make it to the Sweet 16 or the Elite Eight. Um, and I think we can do that if we put all of our effort into it and we all buy in, which I know we're capable of. But as far as for me, um, I'm just going to keep working on being physical, getting into my defenders, um, back, making them back off. I want to work on my playmaking and then always I know my defense can improve. So, yeah, I know my game's not perfect. So I've just been taking a lot. I just want to take a lot of time this offseason um, talking with my coaches and people I trust and finding things to get better at. So you got to take Utah out of the equation. What has been your most enjoyable venue to play at so far? It can be overall, it can be, you know, in the Pac-12. What would you say? That's a great question. Yeah, well, taking Utah out of it, because obviously that's my favorite. Um, I would say playing at Arizona and Oregon was really fun just because they have awesome, their fans are awesome. So the energy and like the competitiveness just gets raised a ton by their, their loud fans. So those were, those were cool environments to play in when teams had large crowds. Any opposing player that you were able to guard or come in contact with that impressed you so far? I mean, there's just, there's so many Pac-12 players and even like Texas guards that are just very talented basketball players. So I'd say there's like too many, too many to name, but yeah, there's definitely girls that I like, they're hard to guard and like you can look at their game and learn things. So yeah, there's, there's so much talent and it's crazy and it makes playing the Pac-12 so much fun. Now that name image and likeness is an option for a lot of athletes, um, especially for women's college basketball players. Have you started to dive into the NIL and do you plan on maybe reaching some deals in the near future? Yeah, actually. Um, well, I wanted to just take like my freshman year, try and figure out things, but um, I have been working on some, on some stuff and I think it's a really cool opportunity for college athletes. So I'm starting to dive in and just a learning experience, just getting to know like business side of things and like that also adds another time management. So I'm diving in and I'm going to have some things happening soon, which is exciting. And have you been speaking with your family about that? Because I'm sure, you know, that's a big investment that you're, that you're going to be making. I think your parents or at least people in your family, hopefully are trying to guide you in the right direction. Yeah, I definitely need my family right when I'm with NIL because like I honestly it's hard to know what's going on and it's crazy and I just have to make sure I'm making the right decision so I've definitely they're like my main person I go to um but also like some of my teammates have already got like a deep dive into it so that's been helpful like if I have any questions I know I can go to them about it I definitely have support people around me that I can learn and start to understand all of this for you know a young athlete maybe that was in your shoes a couple of years ago, that's playing high school basketball, playing at a youth level, you know, maybe if he, even if it's, you know, young girls that are playing, what's the advice that you would give them to potentially reach the college level and play at a position just like you are now? 
Well, for me, I feel like the way that I was able to play college basketball was by getting the gym like for hours and working hard. And sometimes that came with sacrifices. Um, but to younger girls, I know it's like a cliche statement I talked about earlier, but um, like get in the gym, um, try and get out of your comfort zone, um, find what you need to get better at and like just work on that and get get with people you trust that you know can push you. Um, so yeah, that's the biggest thing. Just stay motivated and determined. And it's not always going to be easy, but in the end, it's worth it. What have you kind of used already in your freshman season that has allowed you to kind of decompress and, you know, focus on yourself when it, like when you're off the court, you know, what's been something that you, you try to go to and just turn your focus to, to, to make sure that you're not, you know, losing focus or I guess the game's not taking over you. Yeah. I'd say just hanging out with um, people like my friends and my teammates, because every time I'm with my teammates or my friends, like they make me laugh. So if like there's a bad day at school or basketball, I know I can go to them and like they'll lift me up. So I'd say that's like the biggest thing is just kind of stepping away from school and basketball and things that um, I know I have and going to things that maybe are just completely unrelated and we can talk about random things and make jokes and play games and just do things together that just is relaxing and fun. So what is a way that maybe athletes can reach out to you through social media? Do you have accounts that players or young athletes can, can reach out for advice if you're willing to share? Yeah. I mean, my, I'm totally open to my, um, Instagram is Gianna Neepkins and my Twitter is Gianna Neepkins. So if anyone ever has any questions, they can reach out for sure. Um, yeah. So I'm open and I'm willing to respond if people want to reach out. Gianna, thanks so much for coming on and talking about your career growing up in Minnesota, dominating in the high school ranks. And then this season as a freshman at University of Utah, you provided so much. Thank you. I appreciate it. And it was fun being on. So thank you for having me. For those who are listening to our show for the first time, All our past and future episodes are available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at The Sports Mecca.